Hey guys, it's Jack and Miles. Uh, just checking in to let you know what you're about to hear. Not a standard episode of the show. These are our uh, year-end, uh, year-end review and holiday-themed episodes. So if you're new to the show, uh, you know you can check back in the catalog uh, for what the normal episodes sound like, uh, and you can listen to this for our thoughts on the year. Uh, and we're back beginning of January with all new episodes. And we can't wait to talk to y'all then. Bye. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this very special holiday edition. Uh, I don't know. That, that doesn't work quite as well with an echo sound yeah, effect. Not doing a tushy sure, ad right sure, now. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Uh, this is the Year in Review person, where we uh, make fun of Time's pick for person of the year and uh, tell them... Uh, all how they got that shit wrong. Do our own overrated picks for person of the year and our own underrated picks for person of the year. Uh, I am Jack. That is Miles. Mm-hmm. And we are joined, of course, mm-hmm. by Super's producer, DJ Daniel. It's your boy. And Hi. Super Producer, Anna Hosier. I get all these like weird cuts on my hands, but I don't know what they're from. Uh, damn it, Anna! We said he said you were going to talk about the hand cuts on my hands. <laughs> I told you, you it's stigmata. Hand cuts. I told <laughs> yeah. you to accept they're the word of Christ. They're in the middle of your palms. Stigmata. So weird. It really is weird. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, as you were saying. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Manozzi. I got a lot of inexplicable cuts on my hands, and that'll do it. Um, as we are recording this, we are a few days removed from Time Magazine uh, selecting their person of the year, and it is Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. Uh, the the ticket that whew, they're one person. Really, yeah, they're one person. Uh, oh. They they do this sometimes. Like uh, there was the year when they were so out of ideas that they just put a mirror on the cover and said, "You." Or yeah, the person you. of the year. Um, <laughs> they they are bad at their job. Uh, picking yeah. Biden-Harris uh, feels weird because um, I feel like they were elected at least partially despite who they were or because there was like an absence of things that people could object to there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, they were the reaction to a personality that dominated the media. Um and I don't think we look back on this year as the year of Biden and Harris. Like, I could no. see maybe Fauci, uh, by, <laughs> if you were going incredibly mainstream, um, I don't know. Like, it, it, it would have felt like at least a more interesting pick if they had uh, picked, I don't know, the activists, the um, people who died of COVID. Hey, what's uh, wrong with... Can you... Joe Biden and Powell... <laughs> <laughs> with oh Joe God. Biden, I mean, wow, what a Woo! what a guy! Um, <laughs> so we are going to give our own people our picks for persons of the year. Um, is the idea? Um, and I'm going to go first, guys. Donald Trump. Have oh, you seen shit. this guy? Easy, um, easy. And also, we'll talk about other persons of the year, overrated persons of the year. But I can I can go with my pick. Uh, so Jacinda Ardern, who is the PM ah, in yeah. New Zealand, New Zealand, um, New Zealand, uh, perfect, 
Perfect. Uh-huh. Perfect. Nailed it. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> all right. So managed to absolutely nail uh, the COVID response. Just kicking the ass of uh, many nations around the world uh, with old men in charge. Uh, she is a young woman. In fact, I found out she is exactly a day older than me. Uh, one day. Get it together. Uh, we are almost. I know. I, I have a, she has a day head start, so I yeah. give that all the credit. <laughs> hey, did you her, ever uh, used to do that? Like when you'd be all comparative in your career? And like, oh, well, that person's always. actually six months older, so like they kind of got the jump on that shit. That is, yeah. That's a big, big uh, me when I was in my 20s energy. Yeah. <laughs> you just yep, like. Yep. Every movie that was made and be like, how's that? that, uh, How's the guy who uh, wrote that? Oh shit! Um, Anyway, we had old. Yeah, I know, right? I can't believe that guy's younger. I'm older than than LeBron. Uh, (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, but you know, he had to jump on me like physiologically. Anyways, while the rest of the world had old uh, people arguing and. You know, we specifically had old people failing the country. They had someone who was young on top of her shit. Just everything America should be turning towards, and America uh, promptly turned its back on that and was like, well, because uh, extra super establishment pick Hillary Clinton was unpopular, it must mean we can't nominate a woman. Um, She's also just a stark contrast with America's, like, old man obsession because she succeeded. Our collective daddy issues. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she succeeded a creepy old man who used to tug girls ponytails. I feel like that's... I don't oh, know. so then whoever is the president after Joe Biden will maybe be a Jacinda type. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was like, I don't know. Like this, not even like she's, a joke. It's like a pretty just just the truth. Yeah, straightforward no, observation about how they behave in public. Yeah, it's like a type of disordered old person we are addicted to uh, having run our country. And our country is just, I don't know, it's also like the, I think she embodies the fact that this was the year, like I think we all had a sense that America was no longer like the the city on the hill that other countries turn their eyes to but this was like probably the most stark and unavoidable for all Americans to be like, oh yeah, we look to other countries for hope and inspiration no. while our country is just completely shitting the bed. Um, I yeah. think even like conservatives probably couldn't avoid wishing they lived in New Zealand. And in fact, a bunch of billionaires like bought up property in New Zealand. Right. They're like, um, they're running their government somewhat responsibly and, you know, are guided yeah. by things like science rather than profits. That's what's so funny is like, it's such a, while yes, like her leadership is fantastic. It's like, it's just a very simple thing that from our side of the ocean, we look at as being like, what? They prioritized human life over the like profit margins of businesses? Yeah. yeah. What? How? How could they put the companies? And it's just a weird thing that, you know, the like mainstream of American cultures really can't get past that next thing of just realizing the only thing getting in our way is the greed of wealthy people. That's yeah. really the thing that's blocking everything up. That's all it is. And these other players were like, why can't we be like that? It's because they're being like, hey, greedy ass. We're coming to take right. a bite of that fucking money you made because that's how we're going to help everybody out. Because, oh, you don't have yacht money? Boo fucking who? Uh, Because people don't have lit like shelter or food. But yes. 
And then I feel like young women just in general, like were crushing it this year in the US and culture around the world. But I still think AOC continues to be the most exciting political figure, uh, even though I feel like the dirtbag left sort of underrates or dismisses her because uh, it's too mainstream to be cool. But I think she's kind of become underrated on the left a little bit. And, you know, they dominated music uh, with... AOC, yeah. All those singles this year? All those singles she was dropping. (laughs) Uh, WAP was the song of the year, indisputably, and uh, sort of sexually liberated from a women's perspective, like just mocking the idea that somebody would be like pearl clutchy about about women's sexuality and like not that like Jacinda had a baby in 2018 but like that was one of the big questions coming into her administration was uh like can a woman like give birth while in office and like have a a <laughs> child and uh she in 2020 got reelected in a fucking landslide um, but can a woman so, give yes. birth while in office? Will her <laughs> hairs fall out? Like what? Yeah, her hairs um, fall out. What is this kind of concern trolling? Yeah. So I don't know. I, I and I think New Zealand was just dominating the culture in sort of a underrated, uh, not super obvious way. Yeah, I mean Guy um, Montgomery when he would come on, just yeah. stealing the show all the way yeah. from all right. Auckland, and I'm tired of it. Uh, and then she's also Labor Party, and I believe that's the direction the world is going. It's either fascism or you know more socialist, uh, collectivist identities, and that you know she seems to be I don't know ahead of ahead of that at, at the head of that. Um, so yeah, Jacinda, cool. my person of the year. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but stop being so successful because you're you're making me look bad. Hey, but it's 24 <laughs> hours, bro. You know, 24. What I, mean? I got 24 hours to catch that shit. You got held right. back. Yeah. You got this, held back. This yeah. is about you. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Um, Just lifting right, weights to like a Jacinda poster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk to you all about your picks for person of the year. All right, and we're back. And uh, who who wants to go next? Who's up? Miles, you want to give go. us your person I'll, of the year? Dan, Daniel, no, come on, Daniel. Daniel, Daniel, step up, it. step up, young man. I'll go. I'll go. Um, one per- you kind of mentioned this group of people earlier, but it's activists and specifically activists encouraging down ballot elections and paying attention to down ballot elections. Where especially, you know, this is local to L.A., but we're seeing it all over the country. People paying more attention to people like senators, paying attention to council people, paying attention to, you know, every office that helps control your direct life. We have realized more and more that we are in a lot more control of our world around us than we give credit for. We often th- or I think it's the perception that the presidential election is the one and that your one vote doesn't mean a whole lot in the sea of votes. But the fact of the matter is controlling the world around you can end up being a much more localized, much more important voice than you think you have. And I think we saw that a lot. Uh, We saw it directly in our lives here in LA, and we've seen it all over the country with support for the senatorial race in Georgia. And I just think that the activists and the people who are pushing 
for people to just pay attention to politics really had a banner year in making that happen. Yeah, we definitely yeah. did. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah. <laughs> and going local and like actually interacting with your own community, which yeah. is a foreign yes. concept in America. Yeah, totally. I, no, it's a, it's a good illusion that, you know, when we emphasize federal politics so much, it allows for all this other weird shit to happen in state legislatures and all these other places because, yeah, the perception, especially if you're just watching like national news, is that it's what's happening nationally or at the federal level when it's like, right. wait, but the reason my sidewalks are all fucked up is because this same city council person runs unopposed and nobody's just trying to fuck with them because they have a bunch of, you know, developer exactly. donor money. And it's like, how am I going to stand to that? But we're seeing people be like, you know what? Let me just fuck around and see. And now, uh, yeah, there's a, a people are realizing there's a tremendous amount of support for these kinds of candidates. Mariah Parker, yeah, yeah ex- bingo, Zy- and Nithya, Zy- shout out, guest. Nithya. Nithya, also on Zykan guest. Yeah, it's just um, nice to see things like gerrymandered parts of the city become memes. And what I mean by that is like we have to infect the culture the way that we can. And just telling people to vote isn't successful. As much as saying, like, I laugh at stuff like this until I see this person's dumbass gerrymandered section of the city. And then people actually look at it. They're like, oh, I'm taking this in in my feed of information where I'm usually taking in, like, jokes and sometimes information. But this, like, is bullshit. Like, I think a lot of people were really woken up to the idea of districts and redistricting in this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was so going to say that telling people to vote, tired. Telling people mm. to rock the vote. Why? <laughs> oh, Jack. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Ah, yeah, rock the remember vote. When, remember when Jack introduced Mud Honey at the Rock the Vote concert? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Uh, and then what's your overrated person of the year, DJ Daniel? Oh, my overrated person of the year is gatekeeping gamers. And I would say <sighs> ga- gamers, that, gamers as a whole. I think that as more people are taking to the world of video games, we need to strip away all of the walls that make something a gamer or not a gamer. If you're playing a game on your phone, guess what? You're participating in the culture of video games. If you're playing Animal Crossing New Horizons, Anna's falling asleep. But you know what? That's okay. Because I just think it's so important. Your mom's playing Words with Friends. She's gaming. She's gaming, You're gaming. You're gaming, fam. And I think it's it's important that we open up you know, culture to everyone. The idea of gatekeeping is just trying to hold people back from really appreciating something that they enjoy and seeing it in video games makes me sick. And what's uh, the thing that happened? What are, what were gamers doing to like the people who were just getting into gaming this year? Like, what was that looking like? Like, man, fucking news. Like what, what was the sort of discourse around? Cause I mean, you know, we were talking about how gaming has been embraced a lot more with people being at their homes. Absolutely. Like what was the vibe of, the toxic gamer community in, in terms of like this. New a very wave. small, a very small example is people complaining online that they can't get a switch because too many people are into animal crossing. And <laughs> I think the idea that just because you're too slow to the punch to get something is other people's fault because there's a very popular video game that doesn't fit into whatever games you want to play is stupid. I think right. it's 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 just ridiculous. The fact that, you know, yes, things are sold out and yes, things are hard to find right now. And it's like, you know, supplier is supply and demand is tough, especially when like we're still picking up the domino pieces of every shipping supply being completely turned off because of COVID. But like let people enjoy what they're enjoying. Let yeah. people like let people just like take into these worlds and lose themselves for for however long they want and just like enjoy the space. 
I tried, Dan, but these these switch noobs, man, <laughs> they make me so mad. I've been oh, a switch man. hitter day one. Switch oh my I, god, I, I feel it. Hey, man, I feel it. Um, all right, super yeah. producer Anna Hosnier, uh, you were um, audibly groaning during no, our other. Really. I it's all for a show to bring Daniel down one <laughs> microaggression at a time. But, it's uh, so easy. You must try it. I'm so no, no. soft. That's I will say, if you ever call me a gamer, Dan, I will. Um, well, how come you don't like that? Why are you taking I'll offense to your, that? Because I've never been like, oh, come on, at a TV screen. <laughs> but that's okay? not what it is. Over a game. And there you go. Yes, it and is. There you go. Yes, it is. I've been tortured wow. by my boyfriend's gaming. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm not a okay. gaming. I'm a pleasant. This is a rom com waiting to I'm happen. A pleasant, <laughs> I'm a pleasant switch player, is what I call myself. <laughs> a P. SP, a pleasant <laughs> Switch player. I do not scream at my game. I do not get heated at my game. What if you got fucked over on some turnip prices? That's not possible. You sound like a you I sound like a winning. smart person trying to act like they're not smart, like to impress their dumb friends. Uh, possibly. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> I'm not good at so it. We're, and we're the dumb friends. What do you want me to say to that? Um, no, I, I, you know, it's just hard for me to wrap my mind around being a gamer because like, I don't, I don't understand games on like animal crossing is the most simple thing to me. It's just like, I go, I fish, I yeah. sell the fish. I go, yeah. I catch butterfly. And I'm not trying to like simplize it. Like I'm a simple person. Mm-hmm. I have zero hand eye coordination. I cannot oh, shoot you're a, a baller. gun We've on seen a you game. basketball. We've seen you basketball. We've seen you on the court. I, I, I want to no, kind of like also, I just want to readjust this a little bit because I think this is kind of part of what I'm getting at. You know, like when I say you're doing this, you're a gamer, you're doing this, whatever. Basically, it's kind of like the when everybody's special, no one's special. When we're all gamers, Nobody's really gamers. We're just playing video games. It's just this part is your of internalized gamer misogyny, Anna. Hey, exactly. Yes, probably. <laughs> Fuck yeah. you as a game. <laughs> what if I just came in so hot? No, no. I just you like turn I on have... your switch. And you're like fucking idiot. You're like, oh yeah. wait, where'd that come from? <laughs> I have a no. I just have serious trauma listening and watching my people screaming. Play. I totally <laughs> get yeah. that. That's fair. I That's totally fair. Get that. um, and you're like, well, that ain't that. me. Like when no. I hear the tone of a certain video game, I like go in the closet. I'm like, he's gonna start getting upset again. <laughs> when you hear he's that PS, when you hear that PS4 beep, beep. yeah, like, oh shit. I or just go. like when the tone of Apex Legends is yeah, that what yeah. it's called? Apex yeah. Twins? I don't even know. Mm-hmm. When he that loves, comes he loves on, Apex. Yeah, yeah. Honey, I, I already feel your overrated anger. person of the year. Anna is Tom Nook. Yes. Okay, let's get into that. Okay. All right. Well, back by the way, I start this off by saying I'm no gamer, but let me get into this statement. Tom Nook is over fucking rich. Yes, let me just say Tom Nook, and if you guys don't know who that is, he is the owner of the island you move on to in in Animal Crossing. Which is a video game, correct? motherfucker is a scamming piece of shit. (laughs) You move to this island, he is like, you owe me 5k. What, motherfucker? You invited me to the island. Next thing I know, oh, you want a bigger house? That's two million. Like, I am in debt up to my eyeballs. That's why I have to hustle. That's why I have to buy and sell the turnips. It's not because I'm just naturally very interested in kind of stock market-esque things. Okay, it's because I have to survive in this game. I need all the furniture. My kitchen isn't Mm -hmm. done yet. 
Is this just shit mm-hmm. to buy? Mm-hmm. I am shaking trees, hoping furniture. I am hoping stoves fall out of trees yes. because I am in the system fighting to survive. I have two lives. I am paying mm. bills in two different universe eyes. Mm. Okay. This is my and question. And it's all because of Tom Nook. Is Animal Crossing just some like fucking analog for the grind of existing yeah, in capitalism? Like the way you're well, talking, yes, it is. Just, yes, and, and it then is. I'm like, and so yes. y'all, so people are escaping into another version of their shitty life. Like, but except yes. like, yeah, but I but can design you, my cabin though. Yes, but you look cute. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's that's so it's the new second life. That's all I've ever wanted was just to look cute. Doing it's the like same the, thing. it has the rhythm of like life, right? It's like yeah. you every day. Oh, you want that? You it's all in real time it. too. It's yeah, all in real time too. Real so time. you can't just be like you know. Oh, I'll play for six hours and blow through the entire game. Mm-mm. No, you got to no, be coming no, back no, twenty-four hour game cycle. Yeah. Wow! I buy yeah. something. I have to wait for the package to come in the mail. I just do want to point out, um, and while you were saying about how Zach will be yelling, you did start off talking about how you played a video game and said, this motherfucker just, <laughs> and yes, I, have, yes, I just want to put that has, that has big gamer energy too. So welcome yes. to the family. But well, that's mm. me under any scammer. I don't also, I don't vocalize this under that's any, me under I'm any not, scammer. I'm not yelling gamer this denial. out loud. I don't say anything when I play. In my mind, I go. It's okay. <laughs> oh, wow, man. Go, it's not your that fault. Ain't right. yeah, that yeah, ain't right. Yeah, it's not your fault. And that you're not right. him. Not and your you're not, not you, Zach. Dan. Not you're not him. I just go. Fault. It's this, this ain't like, right. Yeah. This is like when my it's therapist has fault. to remind me I'm not my father. I'm also right, right, not. Right. I'm also not someone who asks to speak to the manager. I just don't have that energy. So I'm not here yelling at my screen like, "How dare he ask for me to spend two million to put an attic in?" You know, like I don't do that. I'm yeah, just you, like, you, you do like we do. Just stay quiet and let that turn into resentment. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> for Tom I mean, Nook. Tom Nook sounds like a monster, but he also sounds like he would be a good person of the year because it's like such a central he's metaphor. Entered of just, mind. Yeah, he's entered yes. everyone's mind. He is like the capitalist ghoul that uh, we're all dealing with, and, and he, we. He, he speaks in a way that makes it your idea. It's wow. your idea yeah. that you He's want that you? basement included. Yeah. yeah. So you're and like, he doesn't even speak real words. It's just. Yeah. Yo, that so was my just, idea. Though. I understood that perfectly. Yeah. You oh, just said. Right. Yeah. So, I, I mean, you know, my gibberish is fluent. So. And uh, next thing I know, I have an attic, a basement, three bedroom house. Mm. Living you're the killing life. Killing it. Living the animal house. I hear you. Well, I you're, you're lie, one of like, the finest damn Animal Crossing players in the I'm, whole goddamn country. Yeah. I am debt free on Animal Crossing. Woo! And I am, I am a millionaire. I'd love to see that. But, but to get there, you don't even right. know how Both many hairs I lost. You don't yeah. know how many hairs I lost getting to this this lifestyle that I don't I even have grinding. in real life anymore. I, I don't, I'm not a millionaire in real life. I, I, I am debt full in real life. But at least. On Animal Crossing, I've created the perfect sanctuary. Um, Damn, I'm I'm starting to totally understand the appeal now. Yeah, I'm proud of you. And you I'm know what? Does that make me a gamer? It's like Fine. it's like cutesy Matrix. Fine, I'm a gamer. <laughs> it is like cutesy fuck Matrix, a thousand percent. And now you're like yeah. in the cutesy Matrix. Like, yeah, fuck yep. that. Yeah. I would rather be in there. What it's got true. I'll leak. be like Zach. Look at my outfit. And he'll be like, okay. <laughs> and then you wave the magic wand. Boom! New outfit. Wow. Boom, yeah. new outfit. And he's like, uh, it seems a little, contri- uh, well, a little trite, honestly, <laughs> the whole outfit. And then you're like, not like this. 
Not like this. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, let's, let's take a quick break and we'll come back to hear uh, Miles, your peoples of the year. And we're back. Uh, and before we get to you, Miles, uh, Super Producer Anna Hosnia, you told us who you thought was overrated, Tom Nook, because of your complicated feelings about being a gamer. Uh, what is something you think is underrated, the underrated person of the year? I'm, not, You know, underrated, this is going to be controversial because I don't think anyone knows who this person is. <laughs> there we go. Anthony Davis of the LA Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that. Because while he, you guys will be like, I think he's appropriately rated. No, we are not talking enough about Anthony Davis. Yes, I just watched his Becoming episode on Disney Plus. So I have this whole scope of him as a human being. But like, he's a great goddamn player. (laughs) Yep. I mean, that is the one thing I know about him. I feel like we're not taught like. Maybe it's because my Twitter is, I don't literally fully follow NBA Twitter. Maybe people are talking about this, mm-hmm. but I personally don't I think feel- anyone's talking about it. They should be. I don't hear it enough. It's all LeBron this, LeBron that. Cool. Yeah. Great. We've heard of him. He's only let's the number two AD. ranked player this season. Yeah. Let's talk about AD a little more. Yeah. Enough of Harden's beard. We get it. Let's He's a gummy bear. Davis's brow. Yeah. Less beard. Brow, not the more beard. brow. As a child guys. who was. Fully just, just, I grew up with a unibrow. Very, it took a long time for my mom to say, fine, shave off your eyebrows. <laughs> do what you got to do, right. But All of them. I see myself in Anthony Davis. Damn, right. So he's, he's holding it down, brow culture. Yes, brow culture. Also, just like, seems like um, a really chill, nice guy who also happens to be a really great basketball player. Yeah, yeah. And I like anecdotes that. I like about that. him are always like he sounds like a very normal person, or like yeah. he's yeah. like really into nerdy stuff too. Like you're yeah. like, damn, this feels like a little like, tech whiz. His siblings, mm. his one of his his older sister still tries to take him on in basketball. Like she doesn't <laughs> even care. Like she's like, yeah, sure, bud, I will Love destroy that's big you. Energy we need. Yeah, yeah. he so was like six like one when he was a sophomore in high school. I think. Yeah, like he he shot. He didn't. Yeah, he become abnormally. He Huge went six two to six eight or something, junior yeah. to senior year or something, or sophomore to junior year, and, like, and that's why he's so good because uh, he was just like a point guard. And then, yeah, that's like the found, the base that he's building all of his skill sets off of. But Damn. that's also like a once in a generation thing where somebody grows and like isn't awkward is just like yeah, I just right. am all those same skills but big now. Right. Um, yeah, because like, because Dennis Rodman also had a legendary growth spurt too. Right. But he wasn't really fucking with basketball like that. Where like yeah. it was true. It was like I don't know. And then like combined with my tenacity and height, uh, this it's all working out for the worm. He was wrestling bulls and uh, biting their nuts off. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so underrated, Anthony Davis of the great LA underrated Lakers. Yeah. That is a uh, shout Thank out. You. Uh, great job. Uh, Miles, what is your overrated and overrated person uh, of the year? I mean, the, the overrated, I think I totally agree. I think the Biden-Harris stuff is completely overrated. Um, I think this whole administration is just doing a wonderful job of just diversifying the face of oppression. 
uh, mm. rather than actually hmm. tackling the systemic issues of oppression. But you know what? Well, fine. We, we love a great photo, don't we? Um, so, yes, I'm fully on board with that. Another overrated, um, which I think a lot of people haven't thought about, are these two guys named Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Oh, uh, Collectively, shit. what was that? Uh, y'all, Paul George... I, this I, I look him just signing a new deal and the shit he's already talking i'm like please uh mm-hmm. step up i'm ready and you know we we want a little competition in lakerland because if it's very clipper energy for him to be like oh my mvp season it's like you finished third bro like y'all are so cruel to your own yeah the, you know the la basketball fans just- well see the clippers and laker thing it's weird because like the, the lakers are the team and it just became a cr- contrarian team to follow in the city and yeah. all my clipper friend fan, like all my fan, friends that are clipper fans all did it because they didn't like the lakers they just did it right. to argue with me and my other laker friends so but you know that's that's that i don't have much to say about the overrated but underrated i just want to say is darnella frazier i believe is probably one of the most underrated people this year um she's the young woman who actually recorded the video of george floyd being murdered by the police mm. oh, and shit. Uh, when you just think of the mere existence, it took the just eight, you know, whatever, 10 minute long clip of watching someone get killed in slow motion to jar people enough inside of themselves to begin to out loud, begin to say things like systemic white supremacy yeah. or these other things. Now, a lot of places they they gave it its 15 minutes and are back to regularly scheduled programming. But there's definitely a group, uh, and it's a, it's awakened a part of American culture that I think, um, unfortunately, took you know more additional loss of uh, unarmed you know people of color, but that the mere existence of that video completely changed the conversation because we had to bear witness to the horrific nature of policing in this country, and you know she's she is she has been winning awards, but I. I just think of what it, it this she's 17 I, or at the, at the time she's 17 or she may she may still be Jesus. 17 but the wherewithal and courage and you know just being like this is I have this has to be seen or we people need to know uh I don't know I just get I still kind of get a little choked up thinking about it because it really it set off a whole uh, wave of change or you know the beginnings of what we hope can be real meaningful change but you know obviously even the video that we saw from the perpetrators of Ahmad Arbery's murder you know that you know that that was taken by somebody involved which is just right. horrific in its own right but it was that one two punch of seeing that on video and then George Floyd which is apparently what it took to you know get people to have this conversation in earnest um, I think really can't be discounted uh, but I think but then that's why I get a little bit worried about this Biden-Harris administration, because all of that energy we saw is only going into a party that is saying, hey, don't, don't say defund the police or we have issues with policing or even Barack Obama saying, hey, well, that's, 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 not, that's, a, that's a little too slick or whatever the fuck it is. That's why, again, underrated too are the activists, because it takes these yep. people who are actually confronting the ills of our society day to day and are still committed to trying to rectify these situations that even are propelling us towards something that looks better. And, you know, shout out to fucking everybody who put their blood, sweat and tears into any kind of anything that was for social good this year, uh, you know, recognized or unrecognized, uh, because I think that's just a massively underrated thing 
that is happening. And also just to feel that empowerment within yourself. You don't need to always be an army of people or have an entire group. You can be a teenager with a cell phone camera who was just documenting some kind of horrific thing to make sure that people aren't dying in vain. Because unfortunately, many hundreds of thousands of people are already dying in vain, whether it's under, you know, the fucked up way we're handling the pandemic or over policing. So, and she yeah. was taking her life into her own hands there. Absolutely. Like, by doing that. Absolutely. Like that can't be understated. Like that yeah. is when, when you're doing that, like you're watching somebody straight up murder someone in broad daylight calmly. And like that person, what what's to stop them from doing the same thing to you when they see that you're taping it? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, absolutely a hero. And I, I think like just tying it all together with the Biden Harris thing. I think before we uh, got on, we were talking about a um, so somebody getting mad that somebody had leaked audio of Biden, like talking shit or just being just dismissive on a call, right. on a call uh, with organizers and activists and being like, why would you do that to the democratic party? Like, I think there's going to be a real, uh, a lot of people in the mainstream media and the, you know, media establishment who are going to be surprised how much things have changed with with people, with their audience uh, yeah. when it comes to Black Lives Matter, when it comes to uh, actually expecting leftist, like more socialist policies. Um, so right. that is my hope for 2021 is that people are taken aback, that we make CNN say, why I never... Uh-huh. Well, I think that that's that's the thing that's happening that I don't know. I don't think Democrats or like the liberal establishment are t- quite aware of because they're just looking like, right. well, they voted for him. It's like, yeah, because there's a, a level of awareness on this side that is saying, yeah, as a binary between yes. Biden and Trump. Yeah, that's clear. However, it th- is not going to end there. And right. the <laughs> activists and progressives will continue to be a thorn in the side. And it's not like. You know, there are people who are like, I held my nose and voted for Donald Trump as a Republican. But there weren't enough of those people to actually be like, wait, what's going on? There were more people who were blindly just buying all in into this racism. But, you know, there's the fracturing will occur. And that'll be really interesting to see how they try to basically put these movements down because they are like, you know, people write disingenuous, disingenuous pieces like in Politico. That's like how the left fell in love with Joe Biden. It's like, no, fool, you just wrote that shit out loud just to like that. But that's not what it is. Um, So, yeah, I think people are in in store for a very interesting next few years, but hopefully one that is actually like being driven by the sincere desire for progress. I mean, he can side with Pelosi and like the establishment or he can actually, uh, you know, follow the lead of where the energy is in the party and surprise people and have a successful term because i mean there's just no energy like if he if he fucks over the progressive side of the movement then like i feel like there's real division if he fucks over the other side like they're gonna go along with it because it's gonna be popular like what yeah which is funny it's like if you do the good thing more people are actually into that but uh, you know but they live in a world where the majority is like this other kind of american who is living in a completely different reality so it's fucking up everybody's perception yeah yeah all right guys that is gonna do it for our time person of the year uh episode our zeitgeist person of the year uh you heard it here 
that is going to do it for today. We'll be back with more uh, episodes to keep you guys entertained and informed and thinking during this holiday break. Uh, Until then, take care. Enjoy uh, any downtime you may uh, get to to have. Uh, Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. 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 Au revoir.